Hello. Welcome to Dish Knows Nothing. I'm Michael Dishno. Sometimes we'll talk about stuff, and other days we'll talk about things. Some days we're just going to talk about what's on my mind. This is a warning. Thank you for listening. Welcome back. <laughs> the th- this is how it's going to start. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. three seconds of like <laughs> awkward silence. I love that. Oh, Welcome back, folks, to part two, maybe, of uh, Ethan episode. I'm still here. Ethan is still here. And if you joined us for last week's episode, then we talked about things. And if you are curious what those things were, go listen to it. And if you've already listened to it, then you know what those things are. Congrats. I love you. Gold star. There it is. Uh, if you no, I don't think that many people will listen to it, but I was going to say, if you listen to it, I'll text you a gold star, but that could be dangerous if, you know, we ever blow up. So do you know how many texts you'd have to send out? Yeah. You'd also have to give At out your phone 10. number. Yeah. That's the part that scares me. The phone number the getting phone number leaked. Is, is pretty big. That's yeah. a pretty big one. Yeah. My phone number is 12. Just kidding. That's my social security number. Huh? <laughs> How old are you? Yeah. <laughs> Five. Anyways, folks. Whoa, wait. Do I need another sponsor for this episode? Can we use the same ones? Yeah, that's how it's going to roll. This is the part two episode. Quick draw. Same information as the last time. Sponsor. Cat's dog poppy. We love you. Can't wait to meet Cat's you. Cat's dog poopy. Cat's dog's poppy poopy. poopy. Yeah, this time it's her feces that we're sponsoring. (laughs) Might post a pic. Next sponsor, Stance. We love you guys. Straight up. That's just how it is. Song of the Day, Will Swimming Pools by Man of Mars. Go listen to it again this week. Please do. Actually, do you want to change? Week over week, we're going to do... I feel like week over week, I'll do different ones because like the Song of the Day can be represented for the week. So this one will have a different Song of the Day pick. Ooh, are we still staying (laughs) with with us you could do whatever you'd like okay yeah entirely in your court okay let me uh let me do a quick browse yeah, yeah, yeah. of what i've been listening to lately and then Ooh, <sighs> i gotta give it out to uh to my girl scissor mm. let's do some kill bill i know I was, that i was actually just thinking that song when you said yeah that, that song is really trendy right now but as a big SZA fan, mm-hmm. I don't care. So yeah. that's a song of the week. I get you. That's a good one. Yeah. Cool. Song of the day. Kill Bill by SZA. Check it out. Um, Jumping into more topics. Let's do it. Okay. So I only have one other written down. Okay. Um, We mentioned another. I think we should talk about Fortnite. Oh, yeah. That's a, that is like opening Pandora's box. But what if it's not? Or what if we end up just recording for three hours? Let's see what happens. Watch us have nothing to talk about. Yeah, so Fortnite <laughs> is spelled F-O-R-T. <laughs> Has anyone ever heard of a little game called Fork Knife? <laughs> so true, though. <laughs> um, yeah, so I have to burp, but it's not coming out. Oh, geez. Like the last minute and a half. It hurts a little bit. Everyone plug your ears. Um, So Fortnite was one of the pitched ideas and I have to admit something. So I'm just going to say it because I am at this point proud of it. I think I've moved past being like weirded out. Fortnite is for sure like a kid game. It for sure has kid graphics. It's a fantastic game. It really is. It really is. They Epic, the company who makes it, if you don't know Epic games, they've done a fantastic job. They just have like, it's, it's that plain and simple. Like as far as games, marketing, branding, all that kind of stuff, like Fortnite is such a chill game that you can get really far into that you can throw hours into that like they have I think gone up and down mm. oh there it was that was most of it but um <laughs> so I've actually been playing Fortnite since like 2017 which for those of you who don't know Fortnite originally came out like was 2012 2014 so they came out with the save the world Oh, um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll look it up real quick because I want to get that one right. Yeah, let's get a little backstory um, on Fortnite. Fortnite world, because Fortnite um, from Epic. Which what are some other Epic titles? Do you want to look that up real quick? Uh, Fall Guys, I know is one. 
Um, Epic also had Infinity Blade, if you remember that good old uh, mobile game. Mm -hmm. Let's call it that. Um, There's nothing weirder than typing in Epic Games games into Safari. Uh, It looks like Goat Simulator 3. Oh, really? Is one of them. Yeah. Unreal Tournament, Rocket League. This is so wrong. This is funny. It says Fortnite Save the World came out June 29th of 2020. I know that's uh, for sure definitely why. didn't. I was playing it earlier than that. Yeah. Um yeah, there's quite a few games and I could be wrong because I'm using the internet and uh you know, not you checking sources. It's fine. Always believe everything you read on the internet. Yeah. But uh as far as Google goes, there are multiple games. Yeah. They they definitely are like an established studio. And they have oh Rocket League. Did you already say that one? I did. Okay, okay, yeah, sure. I was like, that's another one that I know that went free not too long ago. Yeah, Goat Simulator surprises me. So right, I didn't yeah. know that one actually. Um, so I'm just skimming, but you know, looking through here, I think the game originally was supposed to be out on Unreal Engine four, um, in 2013. Okay, and so that's when they were like basically pitching it out, and then. And it went under Tencent for a while. Early access release. I think, okay, so I think it was early access release in 2017. And then the Battle Royale spinoff, because I think it would have been in beta before that as far as like the Save the World like story that like didn't really go anywhere. Go anywhere that I think people play, but definitely not as much as the Battle Royale. Um, but the Battle Royale being so popular because it was like a huge free to play type of game. Right. Back in 2017 when it launched. And for those of you who don't know, um, a battle royale is a type of game that essentially you jump in with a lobby of people, which a lot of them are like 100 people, and you fight to the death. Whatever the type of game is, in the instance of Fortnite being a shooter, you know, you're basically playing against 99 other people to be the last one standing. Um, This is one of the other things. I don't remember. I don't know years and stuff for this, but I think what hits me with um fortnite in particular is that actually they hit the battle royale game at a really good time because there was a few battle royales that were like a little bit popular like right before that like PUBG, um or even uh what was like there was this first one i think is called i've played it um something z uh it was like essentially the first battle royale of that that yeah area um i'm not familiar it with was like that. the type where it's like here's the map and then the the toxic gas shrinks and you know there's zombies type of thing is like their premise to world war z no no it's not world war z it's like first battle royale <laughs> z i was gonna say we have google oh z1 battle royale H1Z1, that's what it was called. H1Z1. H1Z1. I've was played it. Like it. H1N1. What's that? Isn't that a flu? Is that a disease? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, H1Z1 was a really interesting game. Um, it wasn't too bad. I've actually played it, and it was like one of the first ones that was like around that timeline. And the thing is, it got a little bit popular. People liked it. A few like PUBG comes out, and then Fortnite comes out as an easy to play free battle royale and then like they just like took off and i think it's funny because fortnite's kind of really gone up and down over the years where like they'll have really good seasons and they'll have like lower yeah and definitely it definitely has like peaks and valleys and the thing is like again what i said of like fortnite has just been smart in their marketing like dude the rock is in fortnite oh god twice yeah He's one of the main characters of like their story that they've created, but there's also a skin of Black Adam. Right. And the thing is like, so if you don't know much about Fortnite and I don't expect a majority of people to know about it, but like Fortnite essentially, like you could play the game absolutely free. And something that's super popular in video games now is um, battle passes. Yeah. Where essentially the battle pass is 10 weeks long. It's, two months long, whatever the timeline of battle pass and you pay like 10 bucks and you have all this, this loot or cosmetics or things to unlock within that time. Um, when you play, so, you know, you, the battle pass is like 
one of these things, especially in Fortnite, that like I have skins, which like the cosmetics of like who, what player I can be of the battle pass from like the second season mm-hmm. ever of Fortnite, which for those of you who don't know was like four years, five years ago, or whatever in 2017. And it's like a status symbol. Yeah, it definitely is. Like, it's like when I pull out the Reaper skin, it was, so it was funny. This was before like, uh, they went into like big, uh, licensing and franchise er, no, licensing stuff. Right. And this skin was like the John wick. Cause he kind of looks like John wick, but he's yeah. clearly not John wick. He's like the like off brand and he's called the Reaper. And it was like such a status that you got him. Cause it was tier 100. And it was like, Oh my gosh, like you finished the battle pass. Yeah. Like, especially for people who like finished it early. Cause you didn't used to be able to buy it all the way. If I'm not, if I remember right. And so it's just like so funny, like how much of a status it is. And like when you see someone with a really old skin, you're like, oh, dang. Okay. This person's been playing for a really long time type of thing. Yeah. And it's like if you like people will sell these accounts based on like the collectibles because that's what it is. Like these collectible things. And Fortnite has done it right, especially with like the licensing. Because again, like I said, like The Rock is in it. There's a whole season dedicated to uh, Marvel skins and you can be Tony Stark, Iron Man and Doctor Strange and like all this stuff, you know. And Fortnite's just insane about that because Epic has made good decisions with that kind of stuff for sure. Yeah, I feel like they have. I mean, I remember we got into Fortnite like together with our little group, like the same time that we started writing music, I want to say. It was like our like yeah. cool down after yeah. like writing a song. And I remember the Marvel season had like just started. We played mm-hmm. one round in your old apartment. Mm-hmm. And I bought the battle pass. Yep. And I didn't even have a console yet. Yep. <laughs> so if that doesn't scream commitment, mm-hmm. I don't know what does. Yeah. I didn't have a console. Let's say, you know, we started playing in what, like August or something. I didn't have a console till the PS5 came out. Mm-hmm. And that came out in like November. So yeah. I went a few months without having it. And it just kind of like drew my attention in. I feel like Epic does a really great job when it comes to like learning what's on trend and like what's popular at that time because like you said there was that entire marvel season and then they've had you know they had a cool season after that and then they had one of the worst rated seasons ever with the primal stuff and they came back the next season with aliens and UFOs, and I was like, holy crap, I've never liked playing this game more. Yeah, that so, was a solid season. Yeah, they, I feel like they just they respond well to fan critique. They do, 100%. And that has become a huge thing in the gaming community because if you listen to your fans who are paying you and you are quick about it, they're so responsive. Oh, for Like, if sure. you think about it, like, the average gamer plays multiple times a week and if it's like something that they do on a weekly basis like that like and they're paying money whether or not it's like you know quarterly or they're paying a game once or they're buying dlcs and stuff like that if you're responsive they'll stay loyal because they like the game yeah you know you won't lose your fan and i have to admit like again like i said fortnite hit it at a good time because like now just about most games are like they're really leaning towards free or they'll have the battle pass or they'll have like cosmetics more than like pay to win type of stuff where you can like buy the better gun. It's like you can just buy a gun that looks cool, but it does the same thing. You should be good at the game. Right. And like now that so many games are like that, it's like people are like, oh, they're just like doing kind of what Fortnite did, you know? Yeah. I feel Fortnite like did it. They're definitely is right like spot. a blueprint. And every time I see a battle pass, I'm like, oh, yeah. well, is this one better than Fortnite's? Because I yeah. know I'm already going to buy that one. Yeah. Because again, Fortnite didn't do it first. <laughs> There was right. Other there was doing, other things doing it. They were doing battle royals and they were doing battle passes, but they did it so well at yeah. the right time to just create people that stick with it for so long. Yeah, and it's definitely one of those things too. Like Fortnite definitely looks like a kids game. Hundred percent. Like when I play it, except for now that it's on Unreal Engine five point one. That is true. Because it, it looks, looks beautiful. Beautiful for any of you naysayers out yeah. there, but I will say it definitely gives that like. I don't know. I want to say like late 2000s, early 2010s kid vibe where it's just 
so hyper saturated and so much is going on like iPad babies. You know what I mean? Like that's what I <laughs> that's think what it looks like. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it looks like 100%. iPad babies were the intended audience because they were. Yeah. And we're sitting here as full grown adults playing it. But that's fine because it's fun. Because it's fun. And I think to that point, like, okay, so I don't know if you've ever played Warzone, like Call of Duty, but not as much as you have. Okay, so I've played it and like, I don't know, it's a battle royale. You same concept, you have a battle pass, you jump in, and like it's weird because the wins from Warzone feel rewarding, but like losing feels so much worse than than losing yeah. in Fortnite. Right? Like like I've won in Warzone, it feels good squatting up with the boys and you're jumping in and you're like, Oh my gosh, we did it. Like that sure. felt so good. And it feels very rewarding. Um but there's been literal times when I'm sitting there playing Fortnite and I'm I'm in the top five and I'm like shaking because I'm so oh, like yeah. oh my gosh, oh my gosh, is this it? So there's like earlier wins like back <laughs> in the day, like with my buddy Greg, where I'm like, Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is it. Like there's five people and I'm starting to shake and I'm like trying to build and I'm like you're getting sweaty up, literally. I'm, like, I'm literally yeah. sweating and it's like they just did this thing that feels so good to win, but also like it doesn't feel so awful to lose where you're like, oh, that was exciting. Now yeah. I'm going to jump back in because that's like the concept. If you don't know, like battle royales are essentially the game is fight to the death with 100 or 99 other people. And when you lose, you just do it again. It's just repetitive. And you might hate that. Like, yeah, you might not be the person for that. And that's fine. Again, not all battle royals are the same feeling when they make it. And that's why just like Epic has done such a good job of making Fortnite feel good and repeatable, especially because if you don't know, which again, I'm going to assume a lot of people don't know, um, is like in Fortnite, there's that general premise battle royale win get cosmetics through the battle pass but they also have this leveling system which other games have i just i do favor fortnite of like they have quests that you can do and they're stupid yeah they're like go dig a hole in the northwest portion of the map and you're like where the heck is sometimes that? you look through your quests and you're like what in the hell yeah so okay i have to admit this is this is the dating me of saying i've been playing fortnite for so long so you know now like you go in and it's like oh go go pet this dog and it tells you exactly where it is. It pinpoints it. Right. It pinpoints and it shows you on the map and it's super easy to find. You go up there, you click square and you pet the dog for the quest, right? Right. There used to be ones that were straight up like find the chest hidden in the floor. And that was it. That is the only clue you had to find the chest on the map and find it in the floor. Like that wasn't a specific one off the top of my head, but like it would be stuff like that. Like there used to be one. So yeah, they give you like nothing to go off of. Exactly. Yeah. On the original map, very vividly. I remember when they introduced them too, is like, there was one that was like, find a crab. And you're like, what do you mean? Cool. Find a crab. And you had to like run around the map. And there was this crab made of wood. Oh my gosh. And then it was like, find a dog. And then there's this dog made of stone. Like, and then yeah. what was the third one? It was a it was a llama up in the top left of the map made sure. of metal, and it was like find a llama, and you just had to find it. And then you know it started to get popular. So like within the week of the quests coming out, you could find like Game Rant had a oh sure had like guides, and it would tell yeah. you where it was. So I would usually look those up if I couldn't find them. But like it was just the funniest thing. Yeah. Like how different the quests have become because it was literally the most ambiguous thing to like find something and like find three balloons that look alike, and you're like. How am I supposed to do that? That's I will insane. say, like, I value those quests so much Same. higher than the ones that are like, break 5,000 trees. Mm -hmm. I cannot tell you how irritating it is when I log into Fortnite and I'm just looking to play with friends and they're like all leveling up and I'm like, yeah, I have nothing to do besides smash some trees. But here's, here's the kicker, guys, because this is what we need to answer. Why do we do it? We still go and break the 5,000 trees. That's true. I will That's sit the there thing. and I will break 5,000 trees. You will trees. say in your head, why am I doing this? I don't yeah. want to do this. This doesn't sound fun. But then we sit there swinging at a tree for hours on end because it's like, I'm going to do it. Because, again, Epic has done well in making you feel oh, rewarded. Sure. They give you just the right amount of serotonin. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. They, they give you the crumb of serotonin. No, I'm just kidding. Not a crumb. They're not. They're very, very generous. Uh, that's a whole meal. They, yeah they like <laughs> they make you feel so rewarded and it feels so good when you like unlock this stupid thing in this game right i'm like oh cool look i got a back bling yeah and like <laughs> cool i got pickle rick like, yeah right 
that's like the first one that popped in my yeah. head or like oh cool i have one that matches the scarlet witch and like it's the dumbest stuff but again i think they get it to a point where it's aligned with the things that you care about again like you For jumped sure. in because it was marvel like that's right. so cool like it was throwing marvel in there you perfectly see timed. moon knight in the shop and you're like i'm buying it right the other day you're like dang it the plague doctor is in here and you're like i can't log on because i won't be home and i'm like i'll buy it for you and send it like because like we know like for whatever reason and again i think for me um so not for whatever reason but i think for me like i have like even like snapchat memories that i look back on and i'm like this is such a good memory of Fortnite. like i look back at some of the friends that i've made through it or just like the times that i've had with other friends that i've known even outside of Fortnite because of that like one of the random ones and i'm he doesn't follow me on instagram anymore so i unfollowed him because i was really butthurt about it but um chris del padre a buddy of mine who i met through uh billy and jed oh sure yeah and uh met through Fortnite. oh no way like met through Fortnite. yeah played all the time to the point where me and him would play alone never met him in real life never met in person never met in person and like had some really fun and it was just like chilling with him talking like getting to know him yeah and like i'm not the type of person that's like let me get to know someone online through a video game like i'm not like i don't yeah i'm not I'm either not and so like this was just like so new for me to the point where like a few months later i like he lives in he lived in San Fernando at the time okay and like me and my uh me and my wife and like jack and hannah will go up to like San Fran. yeah and straight up like it was like hey chris you want to meet Let's oh no lunch. way got to meet him and everything it was like the coolest thing just the most random time and it was like there's just like these are the memories that i have from Fortnite. yeah like it's just this weird game that like at this point in my life like i won't play it forever one day it'll be gone that's fine like right i i i, I won't like you know i'm not gonna like bring you to the grave with me or anything you know that account might be going to the grave I with know, you though right, dude i've spent so much money on Fortnite. yeah but it's all worth it. Right. Um, right. That's what I tell myself um, and my wife. Um, <laughs> but like the memories that I have are so fond. Yeah. Even well, like, that, again, like you said, our time. Yeah. I mean, that answers my question because I was going to ask you, like, why do you play Fortnite? Like, what is it about the game? Because we've talked about what the allure is, but like, you know, what about the game specifically? But you kind of answered that by saying the memories. And I, I think I can relate to that because for me, it definitely reminds me of you know i started playing like i said in like 2020 right mm-hmm. we were like everything's closed down you know for one reason or another let's play let's make music play animal crossing right. and Fortnite. i was like <laughs> i have literally nothing else to do you know life was so chaotic everything was in the air but i was like one thing i know i can do if i can't go hang out with my friends is at least like hang out with my friends and do something together and like yeah. Fortnite was that thing for us and a lot of our like mutual friends like right like we'd like sit there you know maybe for hours <laughs> for, yep. you know whether we're ashamed of that or not but we'd sit there for hours and we'd a lot of times not even really realize that we were playing as some of the best memories that i have of Fortnite are just like chilling with like you and zoe and mad and jordan and justin and like getting wins when we're not even we're not really trying, trying. Those like are the best ones yeah we all start laughing too hard and we're all just playing and then we're like oh guys there's one person left yeah. <laughs> it's 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 always a uh, like completely silent and then somebody goes oh shit uh it's us against one person <laughs> yeah so please don't lose <laughs> yeah exactly yeah no i think those are the funniest ones for sure because like you're just having fun and like um i think there's a lot to be said about video games in general there like yeah even for lack of a better term like the community that can come with it because of like again especially during a year like 2020 and 2021 even and leading right. to some of 22 22 depending on you know your situation like video games video games i said that's so weird and it bothered me video games video games <laughs> um video Ew. games mm. um they have such a weird way of building like community when you can't like go see people or like i know like justin he has a lot of friends over on like the east coast that he's played a lot with over the right. years where it's like oh like i'm gonna play on east coast i'm gonna be up late or whatever it is and like stuff like that and like um or they'll be up until like super late is what it would be but right you know like there's such a way to keep in touch with the thing that like might not feel as forced as like oh like let me call you like, i feel like you. there's more of a up. level of commitment and not to get like too deep do it people are scared of commitment 
in many factors. Go back, go back. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, rewind. <laughs> never mind, uh, never mind. I give up. People are very scared of commitment, and I feel like that even bleeds down into things as simple as making a phone call yeah. or playing a game or whatever. And I feel like for video games, being as casual as they are, it's a lot easier for people to commit to something that they can almost turn their brain off yeah. in a sense and just enjoy what's happening rather than feeling like they need to be engaged. Right. Cause that's the thing. Um, and I, I feel like it takes time to understand video games on that level. And it's not like an alienating thing. I think it's just like, if you're interested in video games and you don't understand it, like it takes time. Like I right. grew up playing video games. I remember vividly going to my cousin's house on like every other weekend and stuff like that. And like playing on the Sega and the Dreamcast. Oh and, like, yeah. All these random consoles and like playing these games and getting so used to hand eye hand eye coordination and stuff like that. Cause like the difference is like, I'll see my wife play and she's like playing and like moving her head. Cause she like, it's just like, it's not natural for her to like right. use these joysticks and press these buttons and operate the controller in such a way when I've been playing like for so long and like, you know, it's, it's still, you can learn like it takes time. It's not like you jump into it as everyone can. And like, the thing is like, for me, it's such a way to turn my brain off. Like there are days where yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm so tired and so done. Like I'm, I, I want to just stare at a screen, play a mindless game that I know is dumb and just not think because my brain right. doesn't need to think because it doesn't matter. You know, like I think, you know, if you think video games matter, I think it matters to you and that's fantastic. But like, it's that thing to me where it's like, I could just turn my brain off entirely and not think and play a game. Oh, sure. And again, yeah. casually hang out with friends in that way. Yeah. If, if I can sit there and turn my brain off, but include my friends in it, I'm stoked. There are things, you know, that don't involve video games that, that kind of give you that same, like vibe i guess you know but it, it really depends on what you're doing like you you could even say like oh watching a movie you can turn your brain off right but i would argue like you know is it a movie that you need to be focusing on or is it one that you've seen before right there's like other factors that go into it where i feel like even the most complicated video games you can still turn your brain off and mm -hmm. have a good time yeah and like you know that one that i have been playing a lot of recently is cuphead Really? And I got into Cuphead because this Christmas, my boyfriend got a PlayStation 5, which I'm super excited about because got to get him to play with Plays us. Fortnite. I know. I'm still trying to convince him. <laughs> but um, I was showing him some games and we landed on Cuphead because it's a two player game. And, you know, depending on like what rating system you look at online some people will tell you it's one of the hardest games you've ever played but i don't know if that's I out of sheer that. frustration or if it actually is hard yeah. but like that game is so damn hard but like i still feel <laughs> like i can turn my brain off and just do and it. sit there and like enjoy the company of him and talk and like have a good time yeah. whether or not like we're you know focused on like this hard task at hand you know yeah but that's the thing for me is like I just I love the I love the community that it brings. It does bring up a bigger question mm -hmm. on like, you know, what is community with gaming and toxic? Are, are there toxic communities <laughs> and are there not? Because there definitely yeah. are. Yeah. And like what your relationship with gaming is, right? Yeah. I think the vast external online like gaming community of strangers can be pretty toxic in my experience like yeah. and i think for people who know that side like can agree right like there are classic tropes of xbox 360 game chats that are just like overtly offensive and oh, like yeah you know it's like a thing because of how common it is and i think um <laughs> me and the guys who will play call of duty and i, I don't play with them as much right now just because like they play Warzone and I play Fortnite, but um, <laughs> play a man's game. Yeah. <laughs> Let Got me just him. put it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, like we would just like every now and then just like try to be like overly loving to people and be like, hey guys, that was a really good game. You guys played super well. Yeah. Because like we're all pretty good at those games. And so we'll play and just like wipe teams yeah. out, like just destroy them. Like, hey guys, you did super well. And everyone on the other team's like yelling, like, hey, you suck. You suck. And it's like, hey, yeah, whatever hey, profane good. thing they exactly. can think of. Yeah. And so like, it's just so funny how like different that can be because like 
I mean, the classic trope for Fortnite is little 12 year olds playing. And so it's like, you know, he's right. probably not going to be saying things that are overtly offensive, you know, because his parents are in the next room. Like, you know, like. right, right, right. But he might have the microphone literally in his mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> <sighs> sorry if that was disgusting. Yeah, that loud. was probably really loud. Um, but uh, no, for sure. Like, it's the funniest thing. Like, I almost prefer to play it because it's not as toxic of a community, even if you get paired up with randoms. Like, I've. There's been a few times I don't do it often because I'm not a fan of it, but I've like just chosen like to fill the squad with random people sure. and like you know half of them are 12 year olds that are breathing into their mic or their mom is talking <laughs> in the bathroom for the back room and telling them they have the homework background due. and they don't under they don't realize <laughs> that their mic is on and then other times like I've had random nights where like I join up with some dude like in the middle of nowhere and we get some like really good games in and yeah. we're just chatting about nothing like we're not getting to know each other we're not becoming friends and getting personal but we're just like oh dude that was a good shot like yeah you know just playing it's games. an interesting way to meet people yeah i will say yeah and like i said like i am not the type that like i will actively go out to like meet people like that like i'm mm-hmm. not like oh let me play this so i can meet some friends like because i have my friends because again to your point of the community is like i have the community of friends that i like to play with right you're not and that's why i play that. with it yeah exactly and that's why like you know i play fortnite because a bunch of my friends play fortnite like realistically if you guys start playing another game probably start playing it and that has happened right there have been games where we've all jumped on and we've kind of left fortnite for you know a month or two mm-hmm. and jumped back so it really goes to show that it's more the pre-existing community i think for both you and i like we're not out there looking for like a new squad of people <laughs> yeah again pun intended <laughs> but uh yeah i mean and that that also brings up something that i'm kind of curious of like what is your relationship with gaming like historically like like what is your background with gaming like where where do you fall what did you what's your favorite where do you find yourself you know gravitating towards game wise stuff like that um So gaming, if I was to look at like my first memories of gaming to go to the beginning, it would for sure be one of two routes because I feel like it's around the same around the same time. Um, one of them would have been Battlefield on like a laptop. Sure. Like okay. PC gaming. Yeah. Um, like Battlefield 2142 or Battlefield 2 or Battlefield Vietnam solid games like classic first person shooter back in nom <laughs> jenny jenny <laughs> and the other one <laughs> would be like the sonic collection on like oh, dreamcast yeah. sega yeah, yeah for sure all the time playing with my cousin kyle and um we would play like all of those sonic games and like they had the ones where you can take care of like the little chow is what they were called oh Do you remember yeah those? that just unlocked a memory yeah, yeah yeah the little like little creature thing that like you would like uh find them and find the rare ones yeah, and holy like, shit i don't remember if like... it was like breeding or what but like they would have like chow races that you could do and like things yeah. like that and like that's for sure like where i got used to gaming yeah got some like core memories and like I don't know. Then you hop, skip and a jump to down the road where like I got, you know, my first Xbox when I was younger and like played like all the Spider-Man games and like was never got into like online gaming until like way later. And then, you know, got like the Xbox 360 with like the, you remember the connect? I do like the little motion. I remember the camera. biggest thing I remember from the connect is connectimals. It was like an animal. Yes. Game. I remember. Do you remember that. Yeah. I don't think we had it. I was really oddly good at the dancing ones. Okay. Got some rhythm. <laughs> I was a baller at like all of those dancing ones. Just Dang. like hundred percent. Like just like, I don't know why. <laughs> so we need to play just dance is what I'm hearing. Yeah. I probably shred. We have it on the, the switch. Actually. Oh, no way. Okay. We might be playing after this, okay, I guess, okay. depending <laughs> if it's not midnight. Yeah. Um, But uh, then I think from there, I bought my first like console myself was the PS4. Okay. I bought the PS4 for myself and like got into Skyrim. Um got into what other games was I really playing at that time? I don't know. I can't think I think Call of Duty lightly, but not much. Um 
my parents were very much so like, oh, play the games that are rated for you. And so like I sure. wasn't like buying rated M games until I was yeah. old enough. You were playing games that were like within the age age range. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah. like, you know, there's I don't even know what games I was playing on the PS4. I definitely know Skyrim was like a big one. Um Minecraft. I did get into Minecraft for a while, but way later than when it came out and yeah. not when it was super popular. Um and then eventually got like a PS4 Pro, moved out of my parents, bought all the games I wanted to. I'm just no. I mean, there was, you have money. <laughs> exactly. And then I had debt. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> there was definitely a time that I do remember with video games where it was like, we used to have guys nights all the time okay. at my apartment. Um, and we would like have all the guys come over, get like dominoes and like chips and just garbage and then play like Call of Duty split screen. Oh, okay. And that was a real consistent thing for a while. It was a lot of fun. And then eventually, you know, PS5, Fortnite, all that good stuff. Right. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's definitely a lot of more blanks there that are like blanks to fill, fill yeah. in the blanks. Some like uh, gaps in the gaps in the, uh, you knew what I was the narrative. To say. Yeah. But I don't know. I think video games, I definitely grew up with. Like I could say like, yeah, I grew up playing games. I grew up, you know liking video games and being a gamer i never was like huge into pc gaming well i guess there was that time when we got pcs and built them and tried that out and that almost kind of feels like a fever dream feels like a fad we, yeah. we got into it and like i'll admit it's definitely a different gaming experience i prefer the leisureness of a console i like laying down i'm lazy yeah i'm a lazy gamer yeah that's my thing i like you know get into a little bit of my i guess gaming backstory readjusting on the couch here for those of you who uh, are not watching on youtube <laughs> yeah right it's okay i've moved like six times yeah um but yeah i mean some of my earliest memories with gaming are with mario and like like super mario oh world gosh. super mario world 2 like i Dog, i just up... forgot so much about the ds yeah I grew up a Nintendo kid, like through and okay. through. My mom was huge in Nintendo when I was <laughs> born. Oh. Can I interrupt you? Go ahead. Okay, remember when I said mannequin earlier? I do remember that. Okay, I'm going to throw this in there, and this will be for the folks who listen to the other episode. I'll touch on it, and then we'll go back to a Nintendo. Okay. I haven't, but have you ever seen a plus-sized male mannequin. I'm not trying to start a big commentary and I'm not trying to make a big deal, but I haven't. No. And if so, folks, if you have, tell me where it's in my picture. Like, I haven't. Yeah, now I'm actually genuinely, like, Again, because we're, we're all for body positivity. <laughs> I can't say it at this <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, whatever that was. Positivity body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that... I'm all for that. Yeah. But like <laughs> I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, I've never seen a male plus size mannequin. That's true. I mean, I actually haven't either, which is weird because you would think that it would also exist. Yeah. But I guess it, it has to somewhere. Right. It has to, there maybe has it's to just at one. the big and tall website and stores, but like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, cause they make plus size clothes and you right. know, there are and a lot of stores have plus size mannequins now but i never see a plus size male mannequin that's interesting i never thought about that yeah i saw it the other day and i was i was gonna pretend to make a big stink about it and like pretend i cared i don't really care oh, but like geez. <laughs> you're gonna be that guy i was gonna be on instagram about it and everything yeah. but i was like i don't actually care i'm just all for it but anyways nintendo the other thing i was gonna say yeah so i vividly remember when i first started having my episodes of insomnia and i was younger uh, there's a time I just wouldn't sleep. And my parents were like, every night I was just not sleeping. And I was just being obnoxious. And there was a night coming up on Christmas where if I went to bed that night, they promised me to buy me a Wii. Okay. I didn't get it. I went to bed. Uh, <laughs> I did not get a That's Wii. That's where that your year. distrust stems from. Yeah, 100%. Okay. That's the only reason I don't trust the establishment. Noted. <laughs> yeah no so if anyone wants to buy me a Wii, who knows i might trust you forever but right right but no Good yeah luck finding one <laughs> i vividly remember that that's funny 
I mean, I definitely have, like I was saying, like I, I have a lot of memories of Nintendo more than anything else. I, I grew up a Nintendo kid. My mom was playing Mario back in the day. I remember playing Mario on like the Nintendo 64 yeah. as a kid. And then I have vivid memories of, I was five years old, got my first console. I got a Nintendo GameCube. Mm. It came with the Mario Kart. Yeah. Baby I, Mario would play that all the time i remember when i was a little bit older i like would recycle bottles and cans for like my family in my neighborhood and i like saved up just enough money to buy myself a wii when it came out got like you know a few iterations of the ds Mm -hmm. but i was a nintendo kid like through and through like pokemon like all that stuff and then it wasn't until we started playing fortnite that i got a PlayStation. playstation yeah and now I'm primarily a PlayStation gamer, which is so interesting to think about. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like if the Switch would step it up a little bit, um, you know, I yeah. might play my Switch more. <laughs> yeah. I think the next generation of Switch and not the OLED one, they're, I think they're going in a good direction. I hope so. I hope. That's the thing. Okay, I'm hoping that they just, like, take all the feedback they yeah. fix the things that need to be fixed and it's just like beautiful. it's been pretty rough some of those games that have been yeah. coming out like you know there's been like breath of the wild and all that stuff and, yeah and that game's fantastic there's fantastic games there are it. fantastic games on that console and then you get things like the latest pokemon game that came out yeah and like it's a fun game if you're not looking to play a technically brilliant game yeah it looks beautiful it runs like shit yeah it's rough it is rough and like it's hard when you want to run around and immerse yourself in a world and like catch these like little creatures but they're under the screen texture and they're floating under the map yeah like it's just it's kind of hard yeah no it that's tricky because yeah like i gotta admit too um i again i forgot like i for sure had like a ds light when i was younger and like I remember I wasn't really allowed to play like Pokemon. Um, yeah, I think we've talked about that. Yeah, and so I got Pokemon Pearl from my cousin as like a hand me down, and I played the heck out of it. Oh yeah, that I, and I still I think I still stand that that might be my favorite generation, like even oh, better yeah. than like the uh, Shiny Pearl, Brilliant Diamond, or whatever. But like yeah, um, just like such a solid generation and graphic setup, and like again, it ran perfectly fine. There were like it, no issues. There's with no that problems. Game. The game ran fine. It it ran like a game should. Yeah. And um, you know, playing other random like do you remember the game Spectroids? Yes. Oh, wow. Did I just unlocked oh, that one again geez. for you. Yeah, Dude, that I remember. Game? So me and my next door neighbors, we all had DSs and we would play together. Um oh is it Spectrobes? Yeah, Spectrobes. Spectrobes. Dude, it doesn't even have pictures. I've got the uh the cover of the game here. If you want to oh, there, yeah, that one, dude, it totally yeah. was it. I also got into Mega, uh, Mega Man. Oh, okay. There was some Mega Man for yeah. the DS that was like I was big on playing. But so my sisters growing up, they played uh, volleyball, which your life, you're familiar with that in life. Yeah, the volleyball life, and so they would play club and they would have like tournaments all the time on weekends. And so like, I would bring my DS and I would play games like all the time. And so like. I do remember that portable life very much. So, yeah. Yeah. I kind of miss the portable life. Yeah. Like there was something so cool about like rolling up to the function and like whipping out the DS case. Yeah. You know what I mean? The switch is portable, but just not portable enough. And it doesn't hold the same shock value as like pulling out that DS case and being like, being like 12 years old and being like, look at all these games I got. Yeah. And even, like, I got to admit, like, what is it? I don't remember what it's called. The the portable, the other DS, the small one. The light. The light, is that what it yeah. is? It's just like not being able to use it as a switch is weird because it's not a switch. Yeah. It's like they want you to pick one or the other. Yeah. Which I don't like. And also I have to say uh, the Game Boy SP, the pearl colored one. Oh. Got that when I was younger too. And that was. Yeah. Felt so cool with that thing. That the big sick. old cartridges. Right. There was something so exciting about like getting the cartridge out of the cardboard box that they used to come in that like very vivid memories of, of target back in the day with those. My mom had, I actually don't even know where she got it. Mom, where'd you get it? 
text me right now when you're listening to this because I know you will, <laughs> and I love you. Um, she had the purple translucent Game Boy colors. That's dope. And accessories to go along with it. Oh, no way. She had the screen magnifier with the lights because th- that was before backlights. That's right. I remember so that. So, folks, if you weren't a gamer, um, your screen on a device like your phone has a backlight. So it has this image and then there's something that gives it light so that you can see the image. Back in the day, back in my day, just kidding. You sounds so old right um, now. Back in the day, that image didn't have a backlight. And so you had to be in light to see it. And essentially what that meant for travelers, if you were on the road, you could only see your screen every time you went under a uh, a street light. Do you remember that? You'd be driving and you're sitting there I like, do. where am I running in Pokemon? And you're like, oh, there I am. And you move and then you're like, okay, wait. Yeah. Because you can't see the screen unless there's light on but it. But also if it was too bright, it would wash everything out. Yeah. There was no balance. Yeah. So that thing, dang, the day, the days before backlight was, oh my was wild. Cause yeah, you would have to have like a good amount of light. And yeah, so my mom had like that magnifier with the lights and like the added speakers. Yeah. And then it had, instead of um, like the normal uh, D pad type of thing, it had a joystick that worked no as the D pad with like extra pronounced buttons. It was the craziest thing. And she used to have it like in her bedside thing. Um, like down below yeah and I, like she would let me play it with her permission but i used to like go in and like grab it and like start to play it yeah, or something it like, or like, like take it around because i felt so cool sneaky. with it yeah yeah no so man yeah the portable life is wild and it's weird too because like for a while there it was like portable gaming kind of switched to like phones yeah. For a long time, you know it, it kind of became like mobile developers were like a big thing and that's not really a a thing anymore like it th- is and it isn't yeah it is but it's i don't think it got the traction that it needed to stay a, a super well-known thing yeah i think people's phones started getting used primarily for other things that like weren't gaming so you know your mom's got candy crush and you know everyone's playing wordle and like these type of things but it's like you're not like investing into a game that you're going to play for the next month even. Right. You're not sitting down like opening this app hoping for a great yeah, story. Because we've all played what? Like the classic games like uh, Flappy Bird, Crossy Roads, Balls. Right. They're all great games that like are addictive and yeah. you'll play. And you know what? Like the Balls game, it's one of those um, block crusher ones where you like shoot it out if you haven't played it. That game is it. so fun. B-L-A-B-A-L-L-Z. Fun game, classic high score. Just see how long you can go until you lose. I used to play that all the time, and then like I didn't, and then I played it all the time, and then I didn't. So it's like one of those things that like I'm not going to invest into a story for like six right. months, like I did for Pokemon. Oh, for sure, or something. And that's where I think um, the mobile gaming isn't grasping. Like it's not catching yeah. people that they want to play for months on end. Yeah, you know. And I think that's the the hidden sauce. Yeah, well, it's definitely hard to to market something that's intended for about five minutes of use. Exactly. You know? Like, and I know when you brought up balls, Alex, if you're listening, I know you're rolling your eyes out there because I play that game every <laughs> single time you look at me on my phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I will sink hours into mindless block crushing. Yeah. But I know that's not the market audience. Yeah. You know, like it it's intended to be like, a, oh, I got five minutes here. Let me do this and let's jump out of mm-hmm. it. Right. Where you get platforms like PlayStation and Nintendo that are like, no, we want you to sit down. Yeah. And like spend hours in this game. So it's weird. It's like, where's that? Where do you get that fine line? Like, where yeah. do you what is the perfect mix of mobile gaming? I'm trying to think. So some mobile games that I've actually really jumped into um, are some from Supercell. Okay. So ones that are idle games are really good. Free idle games usually suck, which is a bummer. Have you played much idle games? Are you talking about like, uh, what was that chicken game we used to play? Yep. Egg Inc. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
You want to talk about memories? Boom. <laughs> Dude, remember when we got like all of our friends playing Egg Inc. And it was like, who has the biggest farm? You and, remember like, when we said that it was an initiation thing? Yeah. Like, if you want to be our friend, you have to play. You have to play Egg Inc. And we made we got every person it. that we talked to we to play to Egg Inc. Oh, my gosh. That's such a beautiful thing that we like convince people of. Yeah. No, that was good. Um, no, yeah. I think games that are idle are the ones that grab me for the most part. Okay. Like one of the really big ones uh, a number of years back was, uh, what's it called? That was the name. No, no, no. Okay. Supercell clash of clans. Oh, remember how yeah. big clash of clans was? It was like, yeah, you didn't have to do much. Like you could go on and you could play, mm-hmm. but if you just turn like close it and let your phone do its thing, you like made money or like right. your stuff grew. And, Reminds like, me of like Dragon Veil. Because it would create games that would be like, okay, you want to upgrade your town hall, go raid a village to make a hundred gold, round numbers sake, and now click upgrade, and now it takes eight hours. Yeah, and you could pay to make it go faster if you want to like buy their gems or whatever stuff like that that they do. But you just wait eight hours, so you close the game and you come back eight hours later and check it out, like. Those type of games, I feel like, are good because, again, like you said, like you can play for like five minutes, yeah. but then you could be playing this game for the next like year because it just takes long. You just need patience. There was a game that I played back when like the iPod Touch had like first come out, mm-hmm. and it was very much a, a similar thing. You, uh, nondescript uh, listening device with touchscreen. Oh, <laughs> my <kidding>. bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> smart pod, that one thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I, I want to say it was called like God finger or something. The little pygmies. Yeah. And pocket God pocket God. Okay. Right? Th- I think there was that one. There's, there was like two. Cause the one I'm thinking of, the island I, kn- one? I know exactly what you're talking about. The Island one, but there was also one where it was like the earth was completely like fish eyed. Yeah. I remember yeah, that's that pocket God. Let me look up this one because I feel like dang pocket god. Yeah, it was called Godfinger and it was let's see Wonderland software. Do you remember this? No. It was essentially the same thing as Pocket God except instead of an island, it was the entire mm. earth and it was like fish yeah, eyed out. Yeah. And it was one of those games that was the exact same thing. You would like do something and then you'd have to like build a tent and it would take like three hours. So you'd yeah. leave and you'd come back and it would be finished. Right. And those really got my attention mm-hmm. as a, as a early mobile gamer. Yeah. Yeah. I think those ones are really fun. Um, pointing out again, Supercell uh, off the top of my head, they also made, well, they made clash Royale. Yeah. Which was like, uh, how do you explain it to people who don't understand like no video games well it's a game where essentially like you have this bar of like money that continues to grow or energy and then you can like play your cards out based on like how much energy you have and that like sends it to attack the other team and then like you're just going back and forth at each other to like take each other's towers down um another one that they made was what's it called One of the, I don't know if they made this one actually. What was this developer remember again? Butter Royale. Did you I ever, you played Butter Royale? Butter right? Royale. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that one was similar. talking about battle royales. Butter Royale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, Supercell. What was they have another one that I actually still kind of play? That's uh, oh Brawl Stars. It's kind of like they have like a battle royale option and a few other game modes, but it's like essentially like you can jump in a game and it's like two, three minutes long and then you jump out. Like it's one of those quick, like cartoony looking ones. That's just yeah. like a top down. You're looking down at this person um, type of game, which is like, I'll play every now and then just cause, but like, I don't know. Yeah. Mobile games. Like I kind of prefer mindless games. Right. And so like those high score mindless games are always like ones that I can like stick with or like they'll, they'll be on my phone for years Oh, for sure. I'll play them twice. But when I needed them, they were there. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. When you're sitting bored and yeah. egg ink is on your phone. Yeah. You open it up, you <laughs> check out your chickens. <laughs> That's just how it is. Chicken, chicken, what you picking? Yeah. Chick- egg ink. <laughs> so yeah. dumb. It's very dumb. Yeah. yeah. No. Games, man. You're right. Like, 
there's so much in them and a lot of its memories and a lot of it's like, you know, that community and the friends and the way that we relate to each other and like so much more. I don't know. Like, I also think too, it, like it kind of goes back to what we talked about in the last episode, like personality wise. Yeah. Like, you Bring know, on home. there are games that you won't play that I will play. Yeah. Right. Like spooky ones. Like Resident Evil is the one that always comes to mind. Like not- I will play Resident Evil. I'll play it multiple times. Yeah. But it's like it's not everyone's cup of tea. It's not. But it, those I feel like you could get a good sense of like who a person is just by being like, hey, what's your favorite game? Yeah. And why? I used to uh, my rule of thumb to see where people were with gaming is um, I used to just ask people. So you've played Skyrim. Or like, what did you play in Skyrim? Because it's like, yeah, almost that game that the majority of gamers have played. And like, if they've played Skyrim, who they play and how they play can kind of tell a lot about them because there's so much that can go into that game. It's very like build your own character, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, it's very much so. Yeah. And so like, that was one of those things that was like one of my questions for a while for gamers, like just about Skyrim because it's such like a versatile game that so many oh, people yeah. have touched. Because I mean it's been getting harped on by um, the developers for like over 10 years now. Just yeah. Isn't it like that game's like how old now? 12, 12 years old. Damn. I think off the top of my head. Is there another one coming out? Um, I think they teased elder Scrolls six, which everyone is super hyped about. Um, but it might just be on Xbox, which would be a big bummer. So, you know, oof. Oh, cause it's Bethesda, isn't it? Yeah. I hope doom doesn't go xbox exclusive because i will cry you good yeah i thought the computer stopped recording because oh, okay <laughs> yeah, yeah i was like uh-oh when did that happen <laughs> yeah if it doesn't let me know and i'll wake okay. it up again okay. but um video games man <laughs> they're crazy sorry that like totally distracted us from our train of thought yeah but, yeah you know it's fine we're here yeah i don't know i like Video games are weird because I still feel like it's one of those things like they can relate us, but like almost not enough. Like I feel like there's some people that I would like like to play games with more to get to know them, but it's mm-hmm. almost like that like first step of like, hey, do you want to play like or whatever? Because it can't like some of my best friends at this point were just because it was like, oh, you play that game, Justin Tripp, like randomly. Like oh, I remember yeah. like when he when we first met him, it was like, oh, you want to play this game? Yeah, sure. Now he's like one of my best friends. Like yeah, you know, and it's like one of those things. It's like. Who knows what kind of friendships you could make just from playing some video games. And like, that's actually where like some people have like mentioned, like it'd be really interesting to see me stream. And we've talked about streaming. We have talked even. about streaming. And yeah. I think it'd be like, I don't know if people would watch me on stri- uh, Twitch. I don't know if anyone who listens to this podcast would be interested in something like that. If you would let me know, cause might as well keep investing. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm open to it. We've like, talked about it. I play games and you know what? We have some fun times. If you, we want to stream, we might stream. So yeah, no, that's been on my mind lately. Streaming would be fun. It could be. Even yeah. just as like a pastime. Just to yeah. like do it. It would basically be like podcasting, but like instead of watching us, you're watching little characters yeah. with our voices. A little more mindless even. Shoot things, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any last thoughts for video games? No, I mean, we... I think we touched on a lot more than a I thought. lot more than I thought was going to come out. Fortnite, mind you, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Where that it was that was Fortnite. Fortnite is an expansive one. It is, and there it is. I think I mentioned earlier that we could talk for an hour about Fortnite, and yeah, I want to say we did. We did, yeah. Um, how do you feel about talking? I'm pretty good. Cool, me too. Dang, it's eleven twenty. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Keep going. Why not? I don't have to be up until four thirty. Uh, <laughs> yeah that's your fault birch um so here's Hi, the deal birch. folks this is gonna be the end of this episode thank you for listening we really appreciate it i have just now decided we're gonna go into another topic we're gonna go into the last topic see how long we talk it is going to be a subscriber only episode Ooh. because I don't want it to take three weeks to release this episode. Plus, nobody wants to listen to me talk for three weeks. Yeah, so it's going to be, you know, episode 
next week episode. This one's probably going to come out like on a Friday. So there will be a subscriber only episode this Friday. I think that's makes sense. Yeah. Um, this Friday. Um, if you subscribe for one episode, you want to listen to it. Great. Um, if you don't, I'll point out, I believe that the subscriber only episodes will be only on anchor or Spotify. Um, for sure on anchor, I believe Spotify, I'm still navigating. So, uh, you know, if you want to listen to it, we're going to talk about motivation. Dun, dun, dun. Thanks again for listening to Dish Knows Nothing. Follow me on Instagram at Dishyman or email me at Dishyman at gmail.com. Hit me up with topics and questions that I can address on the show. Remember to rate and subscribe. It's truly appreciated. Take care and stay grinding.